Hi, and welcome to... Is that a joke? I'm Chris. And I'm Tiff. And uh, today we are continuing our Black History Marathon, let's Is say. that what we're calling it? A I'm Black not... History Marathon? We don't really have a word for it, or not a word, we don't really have a title for it, we're just no. doing Black History episodes. Yeah, because it's February! Yes, and also, uh, I'm happy with the episode we're doing today, because so often... And uh, you can tell me if you feel this is a, a fair observation or not. So often it feels like we celebrate a lot of black art that's mostly about the suffering. Yeah, it's very like, oh, look at how hard black people have it. They're so sad. They're being killed in the streets. Look at them. It feels like the only black movies we truly celebrate and put on a pedestal these days. So I'm glad to say that today we are not talking about a super self-serious movie, book, or anything like that. Hell no. We got to watch one of my favorite things I've gotten to watch recently. Mm-hmm. We have watched a stand-up special. Specifically, mm-hmm. Nicole Byer's new stand-up special, which is, I believe, Big Beautiful Weirdo. Yep. Currently yeah. playing on Netflix near you. Well, unless you don't have Netflix, and that's a personal problem. Yeah, then currently playing on torrent sites near you. Whoa, go give her that Netflix money. Currently, uh, go donate to her podcast then or something, you know? Uh, yeah, she got Patreon once. Yeah, yeah, Patreon, find a PayPal link, just DM her and <laughs> just give her money. Just give that woman money. She's actually doing okay, but, like, go give her money. Reparations. Yeah, that, that's. I think that's fair. <laughs> So yeah, really today, uh, kind of, uh, it's it's nothing like, you know, ugh, I hate this phrase, it's nothing too deep, but it's just nice to celebrate just a funny woman being she funny. She does touch on some, like, real shit, though, which I thought was really cool, because you know I'm obsessed with when people are like, this shit's real, but it's very, very funny. Yeah, yeah, and I, I love that tone, that candor. Yeah. Which is kind of throwing in a very, very serious, very actual fact. And then moving on, because it's a stand-up special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, her bit about the different layers of Karens makes me cry every time. <laughs> like, I was, like, dying laughing. Yeah, yeah. A very pointed and, uh, yeah, a very relevant thing that does seem to be a new kind of viral video thing of just, like, Karens going wild out and about, you know? I really hope at least I hope she's right. I hope at least one of those women had, like, a kid who was like, Mom? <laughs> There's got to be at this point, statistically. Like, just one kid being like, no. Please stop yelling at the brown people at our local McDonald's. Like, oh my god. It's so funny to me, though. Like, because some of that is so fucking relatable. Like, I think I literally said to you, and she had a bit about how, when, as I will never stop calling it, white people learned about racism in 2020, all the white people that texted her being like, if there is anything. It can do. And I remember talking to you during that time being like, what the fuck am I supposed to be telling white people? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. It it all it does almost feel like that they were kind of like <laughs> they were like, You you tell me if it's bad, right? Like you tell me if I'm racist, right? When they like, say stuff like that. It was so funny though, because it was such a like <laughs> I also have that feeling of, I don't fucking need anything from you. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't about me. This is about you feeling weird. What do I need from this D&D playing weirdo that I just happen to be in a group with? $40. Yeah. $40. Give me money. Just give me money. Whatever you're like, fuck, black people have suffered. Give me money. Yeah. I say, uh, <laughs> yeah, just do it. Don't even leave a note or don't try to explain oh my God, it. Don't try to, don't try to like show people though. Yeah. Like, be fucking cool and shysty about it and be like, 
I don't know. Whatever. I think, and I'm going to say right now, I don't know if this is fact or anything like that, but I do believe I heard that years later that the guy behind the Little Caesars pizza shop, I think it's Little Caesars, I think he was the man who also paid rent for Rosa Park for like most of her life. I believe there's just this random bit, a, a pizza owner of like some sort of major ish chain of pizza. Obviously like, not Papa John. Exactly. Because they do fried chicken, not pizza. No, Papa John's does pizza. My oh, man. shit. What are you talking about? Why did I hear Popeye's in my head? I don't know. I was like, why is he talking to me like, I don't know what pizza is. <laughs> listen here. I know a thing or two about pizza. Don't say listen here to me. I have a black woman and it is February. Apologize. I am sorry. It's just once you've seen House of Gucci, you truly understand I, Italian food. No, stop this. You have this dumbass House of Gucci joke that will need to die one day. Ah, uh, you know, if it does, it does. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah, not certainly not a Papa not John's. Not a Papa John's. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Now I'm remembering, yeah, what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Papa ain't great. Sorry, Tiffany. You were streets ahead, and I was streets behind. It was embarrassing for you. I was pretty embarrassed. Now the now the jokesters now. Speaking of jokesters, Nicole Byer, what a funny lady. Oh, big, can we talk about how hot her fucking purple suit was? Yeah, yeah, really. With that little crop top? Yeah. Ow! You, Fine. That's all good, yeah. I gestured and hit my hand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is our current setup. But, but yeah. It was so cute. It was. And I, I, I love when comics put just the right amount of thought into their production design. Mm-hmm. Like, not overly complicating it, not drowning in too many colors. It's not, like, schlubby. She just had a very simple premise, like, I am wearing a purple suit, and there was a light purple texture and light to the curtains that just mm-hmm. kind of complimented it without drowning in it. Yeah, it was nice. Purple's a lovely color that can kind of stand on its own. We love a purple. Purple's a great color. It's a lot of different shades to it to where you can just kind of do different degrees of purple next to each other and it doesn't look as overwhelming. Purple rain, purple rain. That's all I got. Okay, then. I just wanted to sing Purple Rain. I mean, that's it's a good song. It's a good song. <laughs> all I got. But yeah, it was. it's just such a good special. This was my second watch. And the weird part for me about watching... This special in particular is that I listen to Best Friends, which is Nicole Byer's podcast, with Sashir Zameda. And also, I used to listen to Kardashianate, which is our Kardashians podcast, hosted, ooh, I forget the other lady's name, and I loved her, but also by Marcy Jaro, which is no longer a podcast. And she has a goof in there about Marcy's cat bow dying, and about how she thought it was a ghost. <laughs> and I had only heard that story from Marcy Jaro's perspective, because she tells it on the podcast. And she literally was like, yeah, we were just talking. And then she just started sobbing. <laughs> and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> that is one of the more interesting parts about stand-up and the, the relationship to podcasts. Is yeah. We can watch stand-up comedians both reach from their actual life experience that they have on podcast form or talk about. Or kind of, we can sort of witness them sort of workshopping bits that will later pay off in their stand-up. And I think that's pretty fascinating. Yeah, like there's another one of those where she talked about uh, Lady Glory Holes. And she talks about when she like just found them on Best Friends. And she's like, and she does that goof where she's like, what if no one wants me? And Sashir Zameda goes, Nicole, that's dangerous. Like, how is that what you're worried about? And just kind of like scolds her about it. It's so funny. (laughs) That's crazy, though. Yeah, you got to watch her kind of, like, in real time discover that bit and be like, hey, I can do something with this. Yeah, it's a delight. Like, it's so... She's just so funny. 
She's just so funny. Yeah, she's just... That'll be the recurring theme of this episode. Just Nicole Byers, a funny lady. Nothing bad to say about her, unlike... Unlike a lot of other men's opinion on her, but yeah, no, I just so stu- I love she's like down to get dirty. You know, I love a dirty lady. She's a bit of a nasty woman. She's, she's a bit of a nasty lass. That 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 cool buyer, you know, talking about guzzling cum and uh, <laughs> and all kind of stuff with her so pussy hole. Funny. Yeah, <laughs> it brings me a lot of joy, though. It's it is funny. It's funny how frank she is. Plus, it's very in character with her. Just like. Just everything she says, she just kind of frankly says it. You know? Yeah. Whether it's about her sex life, about awkward race issues with people, about being drunk on an airplane, you know? Just it's just a, such a good special. Just a, yeah, very blatant about it. Yeah. But also so fucking relatable. Like, for this to have been, like, her first special after the Rona, it's so fucking relatable. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. I was also black during the Rona. That's so. true. You can't <laughs> deny that. People out there, podcast land. You can't deny that Tiffany wasn't black during the Rona. I dare you to try. I don't. Please don't. Y'all, please Ooh. don't fight me. I was going to say, especially on that. <laughs> no. The, the people who are going to fight you on that are the weird ones that you do not want. <laughs> I immediately had regrets. My eyes got very big, and I looked at you like, help me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Thanks. it's just so much of it really was just those feelings of people n- n- being wild at you for being black during the Rona. <laughs> Yeah, it's... Whew, people got little in their own heads thinking of uh, the ways they can quote-unquote help. I told you about that guy, right? Who said what I still think is the most offensive thing who's ever, that's ever been said to me. Was, I, yeah, I was going to say, if, even if I have heard it, let's hear it again. So, my friends... My acquaintance said, <laughs> I was like, ooh, what do I call her? Let's downgrade her. <laughs> she said something along the, lives, along the lines of, I genuinely don't understand why people get mad when I say all lives matter. Black lives are not the only lives that matter. And I was like, okay, I'm going to message her privately uh, because it's not my job to educate people. But it felt like she genuinely wanted to understand. Yeah. So then I message her and we have a little discussion about it. I'm out here. I'm trying to do the Lord's work. And then her husband messages me and says, I don't like what you're doing. And I was like, what? And he was like, instead of you being out here feeling all oppressed, why don't you try to be the strong woman I know you are the next time you're going to feel all oppressed like this? Ugh. Yeah, he told me to stop feeling oppressed. The worst? Ugh. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of worst parts in there. There's so many. The fact that he tried to call you a strong woman... It's like, stop being a victim and be the strong woman I know you are. Ish. But, like, he also, like, like, we goof. I goofed with him, but I've also, like, never met this man in real life. Yeah. Like, you don't know me. You don't know what I've been through. And that is also just not how you talk to people. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think there's really too many scenarios where you can tell someone, stop feeling (laughs) oppressed. Yeah. Where you're not, like, a little bit of an asshole. Like, hey, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Like, that was such a weird time in the sense of also, um, this dude I know was like, said something I didn't like. I remember telling him, like, hey, I don't like that. And he was like, well, you know, 
like I'm he pretty much said I'm a white man and I haven't had to live in a space where I have to know these things so you're gonna have to cut me some slack and I said no I'm not that's the whole point of what we're all saying now we've been cutting y'all slack for so long I'm done carrying your soft white boy feelings yeah step it up and he was just like I'm glad we can talk about this (laughs) (laughs) and he immediately was like oh I guess I hadn't thought about it that way (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like we've been, yeah, we've been dancing this dance for quite a while, I think. And also, I'm of the mind, some people disagree, but I'm of the mind that no one, especially marginalized people, owe anyone the benefit of the doubt. If if someone against them who, uh, you know, who thrives in that discrimination and that prejudice does not get the benefit of the doubt, they are already benefiting even if they don't want to even if they don't ideologically agree with it they still benefit from it even the most leftist white liberals right now benefit from the system we're in and i will always be very frank about where i fit in i am a black woman with a disability Ooh boy is the world not made for me yeah but like I used to be nice to a fault, and so I sometimes feel like some people are also like, whoa, Tiffany got mean when she turned 30. (laughs) Because that is what it feels like, because I'm just not here for shit anymore. Yeah. it's Listen, I've learned this lesson the hard way, too. It's just like, if you say a stupid thing like that to someone, and especially a a marginalized person, I'm only saying marginalized just because I don't want to be like, if you say this to a black person. If you talk to the blacks like this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please don't call us the blacks. Yeah. Let's not do that in 2022. Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, when if you hurt someone yeah. by being ignorant or straight up prejudiced in that yeah. scenario, and they tell you that, uh, you know, you hurt them, that's it. You walk away and you just live with that hurt and do better from there. Even if that yeah. person never wants to talk to you again. That's okay on their front, you know? Like they don't owe you anything. And that's been the hard part, at least for me, is that I feel like because I go out of my way to make, try to help people understand, because I'm a lot of people's first friend with a disability, especially, I do a lot to try to make my friends understand. But it's not my fucking job. It's a privilege. It's You're a, welcome. It's as the uh, the kids say nowadays, Google is free. That is what the kids say. It's very – and, you know, sometimes I think people – they say that and other people are like, but literally, what do you Google? Ableism, prejudice. Also, just look up academic papers on this stuff. Look up books, you know? there's Just think of the dumb questions in your brain and Google it, even if it's, how do I talk to blind people? Yeah, like, Google's not going to be like, you can't say that. You know? Google's not going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't call them that anymore. Jeeves might have. Je- <laughs> fucking Jeeves. <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, Jeeves would have been like, you know, how do you talk to blind people? It's like, I'm afraid I struggle with that myself. Jeeves. <laughs> oh, my response, if I, uh, if I think, hope, <laughs> I think Jeeves would be like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Just, Just how don't. Do you, how do you talk to black people? I don't. <laughs> That's Jeeves. Jeeves would be like, it's like Dave Coulier said, cut them out. Oh, no, Jeeves. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Terrible. I'm not here for Jeeves. You know what? Neither was the internet. (laughs) We all used to ask him so much. Now we're binging and Googling. I'm so sorry. Who's binging? I mean, sometimes, you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes my shitty old windows will, like, 
bend over backwards to try to make Bing <laughs> the default on any sort of new uh, yeah. new web launcher. They're like, we got this. We got this. I swear. I swear Bing's better. Exactly. <laughs> and sometimes, like, once I've started one, I'm just like, ah, fuck it, whatever. You know? <laughs> oh so I'm just like, sure, Bing, where do I find a pro wrestling in Japan where guys hit each other in the face? And then sometimes <laughs> Bing will tell me. Oh my god. I'm gonna take this back to where we started, which is mm-hmm. the Nicole Byer special. Absolutely. So I ugh there's just so many goose in there that fuck me up. I my stomach literally hurts because we just watched it. Yes. Like I, I remember standing up right as we finished being like, my stomach hurts. <laughs> Yeah, some good belly laughs. Oh my god. I think we kind of touched on this, but like the way you and I also also handle what we think is funny is so different. Yeah. Because you give a tiny chuckle. That is true. And so I I tend to kind of walk away from comedies uh, almost like (laughs) the same as when I went in. And I'm like physically in pain because I had so much joy that it hurt me. <laughs> Just bent over, holding your tum tum. At one point, I think I literally took my glasses off because I was like crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I used to have this thing, and I, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. No, you're fine. In February of all, I cannot believe you owe me twenty dollars. <laughs> okay, I'll Venmo you. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, I, I used to have this thing where every once in a while, a movie or a TV show would have one joke that would actually make me, like, cackle and stuff like that. And I very vividly remember those specific moments. Like, it always felt like I would love a movie if it was a comedy, but truly only one scene would make me, like, cry out loud laughing. But the rest of it, I would do my usual thing, which I would just sit there chuckling and yeah, and you know, I, you know the scene in Knives Out that that is for me. It's the one that literally made me feel what it is like to be friends with you. I told oh, yeah. you, I still stand by that. Ah, uh, that is a good one, <laughs> old Knives Out. Uh, they don't get to know what that was because that's not for them. Yeah, I don't want to give Knives Out spoilies. Yeah, I think that's fair. Just, okay, just go watch Knives Out and just take a random shot in the dark at what the scene is. Oh my god, please. Please, whoever you are, follow us on Twitter. Tell us what you think that scene is, and I'll tell you if you're right or not. We'll get to Twitter later, I'm Tiffany. I'm so so. I just want them to talk to me. No, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I totally encourage that. Yeah, to yeah, talk t- to us. Talk to us. Talk Wait. to me. Like lovers do. Oh, Lovers of comedy, that is. <laughs> we went in different directions. Yes, we did. I, I went- wanted, talk to me. Tell me your name. But that's all I knew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And I went with uh, 80s uh, goth rock. Oh, that's what I'm going to name my first child. <laughs> 80s goth rock? Not just goth rock. Oh. I mean, either way, you're dooming your child, but... <laughs> oh. You know what you, you're in for. Do you remember what you once said you would do to my child? You once said you would only wear old-timey 20s clothes mm-hmm. and then try to tell my child that everything else is a lie. Mm-hmm. And it was secretly the 20s, and we're in prohibition now! And, like, you were just going to go all in on some bullshit. Yeah, well... Do you remember this? I do remember this. <laughs> Tiffany, I don't know how to tell you this. We are in the 20s. I've gotta go. I've gotta go. <laughs> gotta go where? We're at your place. This sucks. <laughs> can I can I can I tell them a secret? Sure. I'm gonna tell them a secret, which is you we're ask. recording this a little early. 
and it's oh, your fucking birthday. Yeah. And I want them to know no, that's that it's fine. your fucking birthday and that we love you and happy birthday. I'm speaking for them and me. Yeah, I appreciate that. We will not be disclosing the date we're recording <laughs> oh, this. Oh, God, no. But yeah, absolutely. We can yeah, talk no, about no, that. but I thought they should know it's your birthday. Yeah, I think that's fair. So. That's all. And this was a nice way to spend my birthday. Oh, my God. We almost watched a really serious, sad black people movie for his birthday. Which, if things go according to plan, we will talk about later. Yeah, but then we both were like, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Not only was it sad, depressing, it was also two and a half hours long. Yeah. And I was like, on my birthday. <laughs> I will say, you made a sound at me at one point during the Nicole Byer special, because she talked about how she wanted a tired man who would, uh, she'd be like, this is my boyfriend. And he'd go, oh. And I went, oh, that's relatable. And you went, What? And it's because my boy hates gatherings. Yeah. He hates gatherings. So whenever we go to places where there's a lot of people, and I love a crowd, so I am thriving. I am like, hello, I am Tiffany. This is my partner. I love him. And he is like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, the funny thing is I've actually seen this in action. Yeah. And I know for a fact because one of the... Uh, one of the downsides to that is, and I'm going to give away a secret. Ooh. Your bow is a little allergic to cats. Yes. So that said, I remember one specific party we went to, there was this cat wandering around. And even the owners were telling us, like, yeah, don't don't worry. The, the cat just wanders around. It doesn't really stick with one person for too long. It, it just kind of does it like that. But that cat, like, plopped right on your yep. bow's lap and sat there because... When he doesn't really move. He doesn't. When he goes to a party, he sits there and he stays there. Yeah, he, you can go and you can talk to him, but, like, he is not there. If he doesn't, especially when it's stuff like that, because I remember the party you are talking about, it was a lot of people I knew. He will go around a little bit if it's, like, our mutual friends, but when it's just people I know, he's like, I'm here for you. Come find me if you want me. Yeah. Whatever. And so, like, that is not the first time that has happened. Animals will just come and lay on him. And he's specifically allergic to, like, dander and stuff. And so he is so, like, Aww. sneezy. because. But he's also like, this is kind of nice. Yeah. It, <laughs> oh, man. I wish I, I could be that still. To wear a cat or a dog or any sort of I'm animal. I'm not. Yeah, me neither. I'm a very fidgety person, you know? Fidget spinners were made for me. Oh, not for me. I, I fidget, but not in that, that particular way. Like, I don't need a thing to mess with as long as I'm, like, I'm more likely to play a phone on, a game on my phone. That is true, yes. Than I am to, like, fidget with my hands. Yeah, I I, I just, uh, I even when I'm sitting, I just, I, I fumble a bit. I'm squoosh side to side, you know? Oh, I'm real quick to start doing a little sway or something in a chair. Like, I don't. I don't really sit still. I like that f for the fans, fans, the jokesters, as I will always call them. Uh, we both did a little sway. Like, you did one and I did one. It was very funny. And they'll never know? Or they'll never know what it looks like No, no, no. They don't get to know what we look like. Yeah. That's one of those sexy secrets. I'm fine with uh, letting them know that there are physical goofs that they'll never see. <laughs> Maybe one day. Yeah, maybe one day. But not now. This, it, hey, y'all, it's Black History Month. Stop bullying me. Stop always asking for stuff. Oh, from my her. God. Jeezy crazy, y'all. Calm down. Oh, my God. Speaking of Black History Month, you remember that time? You remember that time <laughs> that we went and saw Book of Eli at midnight? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We went to, like, this <laughs> shitty, like, 
one of those theaters that's like attached to a mall. Yeah, we we got there too early, so we were really t- we were both weirdly tired because it was like a midnight showing. Yeah, so we yeah. like napped in your car. <laughs> that is true, and I remember very specifically. Now I have not seen it in a long time, Mm-mm. but if I recall, Book of Eli was not a particularly good movie. No, not a terrible one, but. Overall, Denzel Mila Kunis? Yeah. Yeah. Overall, I just remember it didn't work more often than it did. Yes. And at the time, I told you that, and you, and I don't know if you remember, I think you do, but you told me, it's as good as we, and you very specifically, specifically meant black people, are going to get right now. Yeah. Because Denzel was in it. Yeah. And me and my sister actually had this talk recently about how, for a specific amount of time, Denzel Washington was the epitome of what I can only say in this voice, a good black man. Like, black women were so into him, you couldn't talk shit about him. Like, Denzel Washington was, like, (laughs) the end-all, be-all. And so I was like, this has Denzel. What else did you want? (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's funny you say that, and I do actually think Denzel was great in it, but... Uh, in Book of Eli, they actually mentioned uh, the directors are quoted as directly saying the most expensive special effect on that set was Denzel Washington. Because one, he <laughs> needs a lot of money to yeah. get in those starring roles. And two, like he learned a lot of his own fighting choreography and stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. And also just Denzel just uh, is a gosh, I, I guess I'm going to say it. He's really good at acting. So he, he can convey someone who can probably fight, even if he's never thrown a punch in his life. Yeah. I don't know him. Maybe he throw punches every night at the uh, seaside bar. Hey, Denzel, come on the pod. Maybe Piano Man is about Denzel, just punching the shit out of a sailor. You know I don't know Piano Man. By Billy Joel? I don't do this. It's fine. I don't know it either. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, it's just... It's such a, it was just such a part of life being black that, like, you were like, ooh, this movie's got Denzel. Like, that is how he was talked about. And back then, too, because that was, like, around, like, the, the, just the beginning of the 2010s. Yeah, I feel like earlier than that was when it was obsessive. By then, it was still, like, happening, but it wasn't as, like, he was all we had, because by then we'd already been getting... Hadn't we already been getting Tyler Perry movies? I was just going to say... Yes. And yes. I was just going to say, but I also feel like there is that sort of stigma of, like, Tyler Perry's Reign of Terror, where it's just like, this is the only place you'll see black actors. So any movie where a black actor is in it, and specifically in a lead role, was just all of a sudden like, whoa, there they are, you know? Yeah, 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 So, like, at yeah. the time, it was, yeah, a lot more limited. So, yeah. Book of Eli was probably... I mean... I don't want to say Book of Eli is better than the entirety of Tyler Perry's filmography. Really? Even Boo? A Halloween story. You have to finish it. <laughs> I will not. I knew if I just looked at you, you would do it. I have to. <laughs> it's in my legal contract. So. What contract is that? My contract of my soul. Is this like your ex-wife? You know what it was? It was that for the longest time, I I, I kind of wrote Tyler Perry off. Mostly yeah. because I heard his films were bad. I saw one. I thought it was bad. That was also very, pretty low-key misogynistic and also uh, homophobic. And so I was like, this guy's not for me. you know. But then then the man, this man, Tyler Perry, he, he goes and he stars in a movie called Gone Girl. And worst of all, he's really good in it. I never saw it. It, it, it. The thing that's upsetting about Tyler Perry is that he spends so much time with his creations. You forget, he's quite talented as an actor mm-hmm. when he's not playing Medea, you know? 
Oh my god. Um, we can talk about this off the pod, but I'm gonna I'm gonna just throw a little thought in your brain, which is what if we change the other thing we were gonna watch, the Tyler Perry thing I wanted you to watch, because it's a lot lighter, and I don't know if I have that stress in my body. We can definitely discuss that, absolutely. Okay, but um, did you have a favorite bit? Just a hard shift. Did you have a favorite bit from the special? Well, for my own personal gratification, I certainly did like uh, Nicole Byer <laughs> comparing the KKK to the Harry Potter universe. That's the one I made my boy watch. I literally paused when I originally watched it and yelled for him to come watch it with me. And, like, there is historical precedence. That is the, the reason that the actual KKK uses those stupid names like Grand Lizard, Grand Wizard and Grand Dragon. Maybe ooh, someone's make, a Grand Lizard. I was gonna say, ooh, I'm gonna make the opposite KKK. We gonna be Grand Lizards. Yeah, Grand Lizards. <laughs> <laughs> but they actually chose those names specifically because they're silly, and you forget that they're hateful criminals, yes. you know? It's just like, Grand Wizard, what a funny old man who is a racist. Who also hates brown people. But yeah, that is one of my favorite bits of all time. Is that Harry Potter one? It's yeah. just so... Because you have to take so many steps for that bit. <laughs> Plus, I, I just... Uh, Nicole Byer is quite good with little... Uh, you know, sometimes... And actually, I'm going to say this. Uh, my sister and I took a car ride together, and she showed me some stand-up specials. I thought I was kind of over stand-up, because in general, I found it kind of sitcom-y, and like, I feel like stand-up was one of those things where it's like, it's more fun to watch it live than yeah. it is to watch it back. Mm-hmm. Obviously, my feelings have changed. Yeah. Because very specifically, uh, she showed me a lot of specials mm-hmm. uh, that I enjoyed, and she showed me one special that made me very in- that I thought was super interesting. This actor, and you notice not this comedian, this actor named Adam Devine, who is in movies like Pitch Perfect and shows like Workaholics. Yeah, he has a stand-up special, uh-huh. and it's not that good. It's not the worst thing ever. <laughs> but the reason it's not that good is because he's an actor trying yeah. to do a stand-up special. And if I recall, Jenny Slate yeah. uh, also did a stand special. I didn't see it, but it also got similar reviews where people were kind of like, she's funny, but she's not really a stand-up comedian, so I don't know why she's doing stand-up bits. Basically, these people make these specials, and they're not that great. And then you watch Nicole Byer, and you're just like, wow, there's a woman who's actually like perfected the craft of the stand-up special. Yes. Someone who's been doing it, someone who's been testing this material, someone who... And this is something I like a lot about Nicole Byer, the way she goes back and forth between her own material and some light crowd work. Yes. Because sometimes you feel like there's comedians who thrive in the crowd work and are so-so in their own bits and vice versa. It's nice to see the way she integrated both into their special. I thought it was super fun. I fucking die just it's just so good it's just so good i don't know it is so good and quite frankly it's so good i think is a good note to kind of wrap this up on hell yeah dude yeah so folks out there uh jokesters jokesters podcast land all and everyone in between i'm sorry follow us on twitter at jokesterpod that is j-o-k-e-s-t-e-r-p-o-d that is our only primary Twitter account right now. We're going to start making it more personalized. So oh, yeah. if basically, if you want to yell an opinion at us, I'd say that's the place to do it right now. It's the only place you can yell at us. You know what? Actually, there's another place you can yell a specific opinion. Tiffany, you want to tell them about that? Or I can tell them about that if you'd like. They can. Uh, oh, y'all can go to Google or mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts and leave a review because we out here, we would love reviews. We would love opinions. 
we like good opinions that are like, wow, you're great, but we'll settle for other ones if you have them. We'll settle for like a three out of five. Yeah, you know? I would I would take a three out of five, but I would love a five out of five. Yeah, just let us know what you think. We're, 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 we have been talking to you guys a lot. We want to hear from you. Tell us how much you love us. But, like, in a way where you remember that you don't know us because we're not here for a parasocial relationship. Very true. Did you watch the Nicole Byer special? Did you like it as much as we did? If you didn't like it, don't be weird about it. If you didn't like it, guess what? Still not my fucking problem. Because the most relatable thing from that special is, a thing for me at least, is I want to one day evolve to a black woman living her life who just doesn't give a fuck. It is truly the peak. It's the peak. And on that great note, bye bye. Bye bye.